Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, I have missed you all, and I'm so excited to be gathered here today for <laughs> This Is Sex. This Is Sex, this episode is sex. three. Yay. Hey, we're moving right along. You know, I was, I was checking this out earlier, like, we weren't us and I was like these chicks sound so fun <laughs> what's funny is that you know how like we, you know Dr. J is so famous and so she's been on podcasts already so listening to <laughs> her I was like dang she sound all professional and shit like that's so nice I want to be like her when I grow up no man the pressure the pressure no no not at all so what are we talking about today ladies you know what? October brings fall. It's a new season. And October happens to be National Kink Month. And so I thought, why not discuss kink? Like, what the hell is it? What what is it ain't? Not. So I think um we can we could go there. We could go there. I mean, you know. It's, it's probably this is gonna be one of those. Um, this is gonna be one of those situations where, like, we start talking about something, and then we got to be like, "That's gonna be on episode part two. Yeah, <laughs> probably because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna overturn some shit, and it's gonna be like, mm, "Wow, okay, like, okay." So we're well, gonna you know, we're gonna start with the with the basic definition. So <clears throat> be scholarly for a moment. <clears throat> Mm. Um, in human sexuality, kinkiness is the use of non-conventional sexual practices, concepts, or fantasies. The term derives from the idea of a bend in one's sexual behavior to contrast such behavior with straight or vanilla sexual moves and proclivities. So, how bent are y'all? Dropping, dropping those, those gems, okay. I'm just going to know, how bent are y'all? Listen, uh, like, is there something wrong with vanilla sex? I know we're talking about kink, but it, it seems like, right, kink is anything that isn't vanilla, right? Yes. Is there something wrong with vanilla? Do I have to have a kink to be happy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love I, I, I would say, you know, you know, vanilla is classic. That, so I mean, that's you can never saying. go wrong with never vanilla. You go out of style. You always need the classic. And I feel like there's classic vanilla. on balconies and rooftops and in the park all the time. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Sometimes Here's, you just got to be missionary in the bed and that'd be okay. That's right. classic vanilla. There's French vanilla. I it just is. Like exactly. There's some baby. flavors on vanilla. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, you don't have to be the kinkiest in the room, you know? Yeah. You might re- recall on some of your past research that you've done that hashtag. Valen wearing her hashtag research shirt today. Yeah, my research, research yeah. shirt on. So I think, you know, like Valen just said, sometimes, you know, sex on a porch, in the park, on a bathroom sink, I mean, that's all fine and dandy and, you know, could be very rewarding and satisfying. But just, you know, sometimes you just want to have, you know, a little bit more um, connection and intimacy in the missionary position in the bedroom. And that's okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Wait, so... So, because when I think of kink, right, the first thing I think of, which is, which I imagine is what a lot of people think is, I think of. Don't say it. Yes. 50 no, my God. No, no. 
Here, no, listen, y'all. Uh, that's what people think of, not just me. It is. I'm speaking for it the is. community. It is. But right? I, I'm going to say this in, uh, in, in the discussion of Kink White. I am not a fan of the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. I didn't even see the movie. Let me tell you. I, just, I, I didn't see the, the movie, book. but I did read all of the books. But I did. I, I read the first book completely. I can't get through the second one. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? No shade to old girl who wrote the book and everything. But I was like, you know, the good homie Zane been holding us down with yeah. But if you change the location and the socioeconomic status of Fifty Shades of Grey, you are calling APS, CPS. You call as some legal authority say, <laughs> if Fifty Shades of Grey is in a trailer park and he girl. got some woman... I'm oh just saying, gosh. if you, you change know, you the socioeconomic know. status of it, so what we're saying is the only way you can have, you know, some whatever kind of sex is if you jet setting and all, and just, but what about the, just the regular Joe Schmo? Oh, and here's the, I know oh. we're not, we're not yeah. actually talking about this, but here's the reason I think Fifty Shades of Grey did so well is because not only were they displaying a type of sexual practice that a lot of people are interested in, but too afraid to either say it or try it, but right. also because you added a, a rich dude in there, right? Because you <laughs> don't want some rich man who's probably got a big penis, who, like, who's got some kinky shit that you've been wanting to do anyway. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, <laughs> like his, in his mansion on in Calabasas somewhere. Right. Yeah. And he can fly so to Paris and back. Like, but like, I'm just saying, you know, I, li- I, I live on a ranch and I mean, we can have some kinky sex out here, you know, on a big ass yeah. bale of hay or something, you know what I'm saying? Right next to your big ass horse. <laughs> you know, you, girl, you know what I'm saying? So I just think that that movie just glorifies the the wrong aspect of the BDSM community and yeah. in general. But that's just that's just my bias against it. Yeah. I mean, I I get why it's entertaining, but I don't think it's very realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we should we should go back and talk about what are the different types of what are different types of kinks because I know Valen on your um, on your business page you were talking about kink and and the difference between kink and fetishes, um, mm-hmm. and so I guess we should we should talk to the people about what are what are kinks and what are fetishes. Oh, that's that way we know before before we go into you know the the shenanigans of 50 shades of gray. <laughs> that's that's a good point so i thought it was i thought it was good to um to differentiate those because mm-hmm. as dr j had you know basically told us that um kinks are just sort of anything that is not necessarily uh vanilla so um it's just really things that like pique your interest um it could be acts um, it could, like I said, it could be interest or what have you, but a fetish is something that for the most part is needed for someone to be aroused and or orgasm. So and it's, usually uh, an, it's like an object or a thing or a specific yeah. body part when you're yeah. talking about a fetish. Yeah, good, good point. Because so I had uh, read a, uh, an article. <laughs> <laughs> read this article about a young adult woman did you see how the microphone <laughs> i see y'all can't see us and one day maybe y'all will be able to see us because one day we're gonna have to we're gonna have to but like the balance just moved her dick mic 
right into this. Right in front of she said, arrested and everything. It's, it's so girthy. It helps me focus on what I'm talking right, about. Right, right. Okay, okay. We reading the article. We reading the article about a young in, woman. In the article, this young woman was uh, sexually involved with a, a man who had a foot fetish. And so, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, he would, you know, pay for pedicures right. and he would like request pictures of her feet, like at right. random times mm-hmm. um, and would, you know, want, want the pictures all the time, would like to suck the toes. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, as I was reading- AKA the, that's the, called shrimping. Okay, thank you. Dropping those gems. Wednesday words, they they coming back in October. So he actually actually had a whole like IG page and would like have like and he had like thousands of followers where like women would like I don't know if he asked or it kind of grew to where people were like oh like you know here's my freshly pedicured feet Mm -hmm. and you know and he just he did not discriminate but he just had this like fixation on toes but you know conversely that same woman had um had had an experience with um you know uh with handcuffs and so um there was this one uh incident can you forward me this article (laughs) see if i can find it i'm trying to google this (laughs) i read it so long ago but you know you know how some things just stick with you right 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 Uh (laughs) but she said she couldn't they they didn't have any handcuffs readily available so they they found they used timberland shoestrings Okay, okay, nothing wrong with that. So going back to the the cultural competence and, you know, you don't have to be, you know, all, you know, rich with private jets for the freaky deep, but, you know, basically, you know, kink is something you do, something that, you know, brings you pleasure, something that, you know, spices spices it up, you know, the the sprinkles to the vanilla ice cream. And and the, the fetish is a whole other all the 30 30 other flavors um yeah. and so that's kind of how i would think about it yeah and i'm gonna do you know one day we're gonna be sponsored and all that but when people want to learn more about kink kink academy is a great resource mm-hmm. right down. yeah kink academy is a great resource they have videos tutorials resources that you you know so yeah is that the one that has the video of the man with the um getting his balls clipped i remember we watched that I don't know if that one's on Kink Academy or not. It might be. I mean, but... you know, when we sit around and watch watch porn together. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's one of the ones we watch. I, I was, you know, that's as I, as I said it. Yeah. That's research. That's us. Right. Right. Like, how all, like, how do you all recommend, because I've gotten this question a number of times on my Instagram page at Dr. J.S. Perkins, shameless plug, um, regarding how to incorporate kink, fetish, fantasy, and all of that with their partners when they have not historically in their relationship done it with that particular partner. So how do you all recommend, um, you know, having that conversation? Because you guys know I'm big on communication, big on conversations Mm -hmm. um, in the appropriate setting. So... Mm -hmm. How do you all, yeah, don't do it while, you know, he balls deep in your cooch and you're like, oh, you know what? Hold up. Let me ask you a question. Like, that's not the appropriate time or place to do it. So, um, you know, you got his dick in your mouth and then you're like, "Mm, you know, this made me think I want to ask you a question. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
suck, swallow, and then have a conversation later. Right. Or some, okay. Or just stop and have a conversation. Just, just let me done. Uh, Please don't interrupt my nut, though. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it all the way real. Like, look, whatever you do, less, 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 you need to focus. You know, you need to be committed to the mission. And then we can reevaluate, we can reassess and shit like that. You are stupid, You're so stupid. You need to focus, okay? I'm I'm focused. You need to focus. (laughs) Wait till wait till we're done. I think right. Like biggest thing is right. You don't want to have any. Dr. J says all the time. You don't want to have any big conversations like this in the middle of sex or in the middle of an intimate experience. You just don't want to. That's not the time and place. Um, But I think some of it does depend on your relationship and kind of how much you've had conversations with your partner before about kinks and fetishes. And then um, how, I guess, how necessary is that kink or fetish to you getting off, right? Like if you've been in a relationship with somebody for two weeks and y'all have never talked about sex before, I don't, (laughs) I think it's going to be a little bit different than someone who's been in a relationship with someone for three, four, five years. And they kind of hinted towards things in the past where they've tried certain things. So Uh, we talked about like hard limits and deal breakers and all that. So do you think it matters if you are in, and one of my students gave me this phrase, if you're having recreational sex versus committed sex on when you approach that conversation. So if you're just, you know, getting busy, y'all love it and that's all it is. Do you think you have that conversation sooner or later than if you're in a committed relationship or do you think it matters at all? I think it does come up. I think it. I think it probably comes up quicker in uh um in with recreational activities. Um, that that's just my gut level reaction because okay. if it's re- if it's recreational, then like in committed relationships and partnerships, you're you know you have more than just sex with this person. So you know you're taking into account like he just lost his job. I really want him to you know like pour wax on me tonight you know but i know he's been down all the time you know i, it's, I always say like I, in I, I was just gonna say i feel like when you're in when you're having committed sex and you're in a committed relationship you give a fuck about their feelings you may yeah. not approach that topic which we all know is really sensitive in the same mm-hmm. way as you could approach somebody who you know y'all are literally in this mm-hmm. to get off right. I'm gonna throw this out there then. So yes. if you're having committed sex, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think that if it's if it's a deal breaker, like you really want this man to, you know, toss your salad, that's your thing. Don't you think you that they deserve to know that that's a hard limit and like that's a need? in a committed relationship more than in casual recreation um, of course but we don't we're not more i mean because the casual relationship is say, serving a purpose too but i do think they do need to know you know they need to know but i think we're we are trained to approach committed relationships differently right we're trained we're to like our, best, our best self yeah and you and even if you have sex with the person you're gonna marry and be with for 20 years right you have sex with them on the first night you may not do all of the things that you would normally do just like my friend was telling me um forget exactly what he was saying but he was like you know when you date somebody oh when you date somebody right you send your representative right yeah, yeah. you send your person in that's gonna have your best foot forward and your um and your best um 
you know, in your best suit, your makeup on, all that shit. You oh, don't man. send in the, the gutter bitch having a shower <laughs> in a With week. With the bonnet and the noxy right. like, or like, like, you know, fresh out, like, you don't send like, her. With the some I think with someone who you're having recreational recreational sex with, I think that just happens faster, right? And okay. you just have a hey, this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, this is what I need, this is what you need, done. Mm-hmm. And you're not scared that you're gonna hurt their feelings because you guys kind of come into it with a with the opener or more exactly. open mind. So then okay, so you're in this relationship and you're we're gonna just go with recreational sex. Um I like that word. Yeah, recreational sex. And uh, Mm -hmm. so what is your, what is your, your kink conversation look like? Assuming that you, I mean, I know y'all have done research, so I don't know, you may have read another article. I don't know, but how do you approach that conversation? Recreational shit is straight up, you know, like you trying to fuck in the park, like what time you trying to meet me? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, it's it's recreational, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, so I think sometimes, you know, it's less pretense around it. Like, oh, you ever, you know, do you do anal play? Like, you know, like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, last time, Mm -hmm. like my asshole didn't get back together for like three days, you know? (laughs) It's like... (laughs) So let me ask you this then. So why can't we have those conversations in committed sex? Oh, I, don't, I don't think that they don't happen. I think that they do happen, but you know, I think that it's the context. Like, and it's different. I think it's different over the so, content. Like in committed relationships, it's just it's just different. But I think that they're possible. Like that's that's why I got a job because it's just like <laughs> no, I can't I can't tell them that you know or like and I I think one thing you had said earlier, Doctor J, that I was thinking about is deal breakers themselves right like i think sexually sometimes when we hear things that are unfamiliar automatically it's just like hell no you know what i'm saying like i ain't doing that you know mm-hmm. is there some mm-hmm. research that i've been involved in that you know you yes. would have asked me i would have been like oh i would never do uh-huh. that uh-huh. Here, here i, I, find I mean i mean you know i've, I've been <laughs> i've been happily married now for uh 11 years so okay Past, re, you know, past okay. research, you know, would have occurred quite differently with, you know, external folks than it did with my now current husband. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, I have I think been, age has a lot to do with it as well, you know? And, well, and, and that too, because some things, like, before I always think of, well, it, it's not that simple, but sometimes with kinks, what I think about is like, you know, kids and vegetables, you know, I think a lot of us just because we haven't had permission to have exposure to like, you know, even kind of learn like, well, what is that? What is cuck holding? What is, you know, so-and-so not saying that you have to like take in everything, you know, or be open. But how do you know you don't like asparagus if you never had it? Exactly. Like how you know you don't like Which is why I say you got to try everything at least three times. And I've tried them, you know, one and done, but, I, but I just would encourage people to, to be open. Like there's this whole thing, like don't yuck my yum. And mm-hmm. I realized like, I try not to say that too often. Cause as a person, as a clinician and shit educator, I can tell people that all the time, but like, we have gut level reactions, some shit, like yeah. I know I'm not interested in someone shitting on me. I'm not interested yeah. in someone. That's well, me. yeah. Let, let's frame. <laughs> my my statement in context so i'm like i'm not a drug person so i'm never gonna be like oh you never you never use coke no i'm and i know i'm not going to 
so right. it's fine. You, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like shit or crap. Or, like no. But yeah. then it's some other stuff. I'm like, like there's, a re- there's a Rihanna meme that says, you know, I want to pour ice cream all over you and lick it. And her expression is like, go get the ice cream. You know what I mean? So this is like some of it you gotta exactly. stop for a Exactly. Think about well, I never thought about it, but now that you mention it, yeah. what flavor ice cream are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Ex- yeah, I, I've definitely. That's how I ended up, you know, co-authoring some of those papers <laughs> that I wrote. <laughs> My qualitative research, because I'm just like, oh, okay. You have to. You have but, to. But you know what? It's 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 deeper than bringing it up. Just kind of like how we talk about like talking to your kids about sex. It's not the mm-hmm. talk. Like right. it's okay. It's you know, so I'm like, I have yet. questions. Like, okay, so like, how how does that work? You done that before? Like, how did that end up? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why me? Do you understand? I'm a big woman. Like, I'm a big girl. <laughs> so are we gonna be safe? You know, <laughs> am I gonna be safe? Are you gonna? You're be not gonna safe? break nothing, right? Right. I need no this shit. <laughs> but it's like if you can if you can help me make sense of it and I, I'm I don't feel too unsafe, you know, then I may try it. But I think that, that goes back to what you were saying before. I think it's it's not just trust, but it's that intimacy and vulnerability. And I think yes. a lot of times you can go straight there in recreational relationships because mm-hmm. you don't have all the other stuff going on with right. you know, with the situation. Yeah. And, you know, I, I will say this in, in committed sex, if it goes wrong, you know, it's yeah, kind of like, oh, I got to look at you the next day. I don't uh-huh. know how I'm going to feel about you. <laughs> if you have more to lose, I think yeah. most of us, when we think of like committed, we think of committed sex, we think of right long-term relationships or committed relationships, marriages, things like that. You have yeah, more to yeah. lose if you hurt their feelings or if you, um, or if or you hurt them or if you hurt you them, know, you right? Know, she can't sit yeah, down. Cause you didn't just wore her ass out literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff I did at a size eight, you know, 16, 18 is not popping, you know, like, <laughs> like how much do you bench press, bruh? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just gonna keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that I shit mean, is cute, but uh-uh. Or there's certain things, right? Like I have to remember, right? Like where I don't think, we have to remember, we're not saying that if you have hard limits or deal breakers that you need to try those things. Right. But no, not at all, if not you at all. know, but if there are things that your partner's interested in or that, that you're you would trying and, or you, or you would consider assuming you can be mm-hmm. safe, the, yep, the yep. full bench presses a good yep. 300, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. Then I think there's nothing wrong with at least experimenting with it and trying it without necessarily going in with a negative attitude. But I, part of the problem, right, especially for women of color, is that we're told that the type of sex we're supposed to have is missionary with a man on your back when he mm-hmm. wants it. We're not in the bedroom to, with the lights off. And if you right. can't we're not under allowed the covers, to explore you do that a as lot well. of the different yeah. and fetishes. And, and taught, you're not supposed to ask for it. You're right. supposed to just make yourself available. Right. And we're taught that if it's anything other than you know, in the bedroom, lights off, missionary with a man, that there's something yeah. wrong. Right, Why right. do we want that? And so I think just having conversations about what you think you like or don't like or want to try, I think is kind of the first step of getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so, like a lot of straight women who might not ever participate in a threesome or have a, you know, girl on girl experience will still right. watch the hell out of uh, lesbian porn, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
Like, and isn't so, there a song right now that talks about, um, there's a line that says, you know, basically, I'm not gay, but I'll let a girl, she don't say girl, but let a girl eat me out. It's uh, get that bread, get that head, then yeah, leave. Get the, I yeah, I was just <laughs> Exactly. I heard that song. I was just like, excuse me now. Okay. And that line, I was like, she ain't but she let her okay. Okay. A tongue is a tongue though. I I heard I heard women's tongues feel like men's tongues Mm -hmm. and lips. It's some research that I read about. Uh, you know what? In in an article. I've read many articles about that. About that about that topic. So I would have to agree. So okay, yeah, I have a question. That's what I've read as well. So, so, I have a question. Mm, okay. so what, if, what if you have a partner, right, that you guys have good communication in terms of sex and they and they reveal to you they want to try something that's um would be considered kinky or um out of <laughs> outside of the box of vanilla ice cream, even French vanilla ice cream. Okay. And you don't necessarily want to do that. That doesn't turn you on. That's not your thing. How do you approach that conversation? The no conversation? Yeah. How do you say, you know, no. hey, like you want to eat my ass and I don't I don't want to do that. That's my one of my So you know, you know it's it's one of those things where you have to ask yourself or ask your partner why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Is it because mm-hmm. it's something that you've done in the past with other partners and you enjoyed it, they enjoyed it, you both enjoyed it? Um, have you done it and it was not enjoyable? Have you just not done it and it's something you want to experiment with? Um, but I would want to know a little bit more as to why mm-hmm. before I say the no. If it's something that is negotiable and it's something that they're very passionate about, um, then I it deserves a more in-depth conversation. But mm-hmm. if it's just a flat out, no way. Like, I'm, you know, like I read this article one time. Mm-hmm. We do a lot about, of reading and research. We do, you know what we do? We got so many books that we read and articles. We're but I read an article about a woman um, who had asked her partner about choking. Mm. And the partner was like, hell no, I ain't never gonna put my hands on you like that. Pretty exhilarating uh, if it's done right, according to this article that I I read. We might have read the same article, you know, like forearm versus fingers and hands. You know, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need y'all to send that send that article to me. Just go ahead and fax it. Okay, I'm gonna email. Got you. We got you. Email it, fax wherever you want to. That is the the emotion with which it sounded like, based on the article, the partner responded, Mm -hmm. kind of shut the conversation down all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, again, there, there ha- you have to know kind of what your partner is into and as you're learning and growing together, um, have to understand where the, the requests are coming from. Yeah. Um, because sometimes it's coming from a place that's negative. Mm-hmm. And then um, sometimes it's just coming from a place of, of 100% positivity or curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, like the no, com- but you know, I was told no was a complete sentence as well. I was about so. to say it is, but I, I like a no semicolon because, in <laughs> especially in the long term relationships, that processing is informative. Yeah. Uh, no, no, period. It is a whole sentence, but you shut your partner down. Exactly. And so then you especially maybe, especially if it's partner. an aggressive no, mm. right? 
Hell no. Yeah. So but so it, so. recreationally, it's just like, oh, you know, when you put your thumb on my ass, hell no. You know, but <laughs> you, know, like, you might feel like, oh my goodness, like I just got like verbally attacked by right. Ashley. Right. And I'm never going to ask anything else again. And, yeah. Well, and yeah. exactly. And then you take that just from the sex to other stuff too. Like, well, all he do is say no and shit. So I'll, I'll figure I, it out. I ain't going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't wasting my time asking. So, yeah. So what plans do you all have for to celebrate Kink Month? We're going to read some new articles, buy some new books. I'm a, another shameless plug. My next uh, husband, Lenny Kravitz's new book, Let Love Rule, is coming out tomorrow. So I'm probably going to... He said her next husband. He's supposed to say your additional husband or like, you know... Are you going to go right? Your extra husband, you know? I... I think I'm. Gonna I said a next board mission. Board mission. No, I'm like I say that's the next pair of shoes I'm gonna buy. That don't mean I'm gonna throw away all the shoes I got. Man, that's a very good. point. I like that. You do need multiple pair of shoes. So I'm just saying for, di- for different occasions. I mean, because she, she just said she's going to the gym today. Sometimes you need yeah. a different pair of shoes for for the gym versus the farm versus the office. Sometimes oh, you wear the same pair, but sometimes you need I'm diversity. You need diversity in your shoe game. I would like to get some research done uh, this kink month. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, because you you have to stay, it's part of professional development. We're all professionals, you know, and it's it's imperative that we, you know, stay current. Exactly. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Learn what we need to learn. Yeah, become more well versed in things. Exactly. I really want to talk to some men um, because I feel like kink comes up just naturally with with my friendships. Like you know, especially now, and I'm sure this happens to y'all all the time. But now people know, like, oh, you know, I'm a sex therapist, sex educator, so people just like randomly hit me up with shit, like because um, you're a sex. You know, Mm-hmm. yeah exactly so I'm just like you know it happens naturally with my girlfriends and guys will bring up stuff here and there but like I want to talk to men like like what goes so how on can we, how can we do okay so for for the couple people that's listening that's going to be listening to this <laughs> tell your men <laughs> people tell your men folk to to reach out to us that one's going to take the lead on that one yeah, um, for real. I, I uh, talked to Earl. What's your IG? Well, they can reach you or your Facebook. Yeah, so you can reach me on Vitality Wellness Solutions. Uh, let me make sure there's no PLLC. No, so yeah. Vitality Wellness Solutions PLLC on IG. So send me a DM. Hit me up because we want to talk to men. Like what, what freaky deaky shit are you into? What are you not into? What have you tried? What was the, what, what? Did you throw out there and surprisingly, old girl or whomever was with it? And mm-hmm. you know, um, well, what you know, did you throw out and you got the hell no? Right? How did you respond to that? Okay, because that's we're gonna do this. So we're going to let whoever reaches out with the most interesting kink story be a co-host on our next podcast. And I love that because I want to know all about it. I mean. You know, this research. I want to know what somebody is thrown out to a man that they didn't initially think they would be into, but then did it, and then what they thought, right? Because I feel like what we always expect the dude to put out some, I want threesome, or I want to try this or try that. But if someone came, if a, if a partner of yours came to you with, 
X and you initially were like, Mm-mm, but then you did it anyway, or you decided to try it. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? Like, how, like, what did you think from about From the woman's it? perspective, she threw it out or from the guy? No, the partner's perspective. The partner. So like, whether your partner's male or female, if you are a dude Ooh, and your partner was I like, like that. Boom, try this. And you were like, no. Mate, like, 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 <laughs> go get the ice cream. Right. <laughs> Just because I'm, I'm wondering. Get that on a shirt. Hashtag go get the ice cream. Right. Well, because like I'm wondering, because like what what changed your mind, right? What made you want to? What what kind of pushed you or pushed you over the edge? Is it because you were in, in you know you were having committed sex and you trust that person, or was it because you were now doing recreational sex and there's no feelings attached and you're like shit? Let's just try this shit. I ain't never lose a draw. I ain't never right. do it. So let's go for it. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, like so it. we gotta we gotta we gonna have to figure out how we can get some guys to slide in balance DMs for real. I mean, what well, you know, questions about so kinks I have to, I have to go through and sift it out. Like, I mean, between the guys who are trying to get at me versus the guys, <laughs> you know, I just my 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 DMs are just you know they're pop- on fire right now. Yes. <laughs> my DMs dry, y'all. Please hit that set. <laughs> oh my god, y'all are crazy. So okay, I think that gives us a, a good stopping point. We gonna. Figure out how to get some men in balanced DMs talking about kink stories. And then we're going to have a special co-host on our next podcast. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And this, ladies, is... This is it. Yay! Episode three. Boom.